Bedford's News Talk Station. 1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance and the USA Wealth Group alongside Phil Paleologus. Get your finances in order. Money Wise starts now. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. Everyone is talking about Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance of USA Wealth Group here. And good morning, Ray. It's great to see you. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another issue of Money Wise, brought to you every Sunday morning by USA Wealth Group. By the way, you can reach us at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. The traffic patterns keep changing, but it's a nice place to visit. Give us a call at 508-998-8858, or you can visit us on our website, usawealthgroup.com. But every Sunday morning, what we like to do is to bring you something that's useful to your finances, your retirement, protecting yourself. Our mission at USA Wealth Group is to show you how to protect your family and how to protect your money. So thank you for visiting with us once again. And today we're going to be talking about cybersecurity. And if you think this is not an interesting subject, stay tuned because every single person listening today is going to have some issue come up in the future with cybersecurity. It's a real serious problem. This morning we're talking with folks from Hammer Technical Services. This is a company that we're familiar with and they have specialty in helping you find the right computers to purchase, uh, data security and backup asset management, and also web development and hosting. Hammer Technology Services, by the way, can be reached at 508-287-3030. If you think this is not going to be an interesting subject, stay tuned for about five minutes because, folks, this is a scary thing that we have today, and it's a scary world that we live in. We're going to talk about law firms being breached, their security being breached. We're going to be talking about shutdowns of major systems that have occurred. We're going to talk about how hackers, computer hackers, have impacted uh, whole economies, uh, companies, how they've caused stocks to go down on the stock market. It's a serious issue today. So stay tuned, fasten your seatbelts, and I'd like to begin by introducing Jim Quaintance. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Ray. And uh, Jim has several interesting things in his background that I find very interesting. Uh, first of all, he's a, a full-time teacher. And where do you teach, Jim? I teach at Totten High School. And what do you teach? I teach the computer-related classes. So I teach PC maintenance, networking, robotics, um, anything that has to do with computers. I'm the guy that teaches it. But you also have your own business, which is Hammer Technical Services. Yeah, Hammer Tech uh, is, is um, a new partnership between me and a, a number of my former students. Um, we've been in business as Hammer Technology for uh, about two years now. Uh, prior to that, I had my own company, Leatherneck Integrations, which we kind of folded into Hammer Tech with the new partnership. Now, Leatherneck is kind of an interesting name. How did you come up with the name Leatherneck, by the way? Well, I, I was a United States Marine, or am a, a, a former United States Marine, and um, it just I just have to live the life of a Marine always. So it just kind of got that name, and it stuck with it. Leatherneck is a kind of rough-and-ready kind of nickname, and uh, that's the kind of business I ran. 
And I know that you have a master's degree in education from uh, Eastern Nazarene College. Uh, you also have, uh, do, do you have a both an MBA and a PhD? Is that correct? Yes, I do, in okay. business. In business. So you have a lot of interesting degrees. Well, I, I obviously know what the meaning of the word leatherneck is. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard me on the radio talk about the fact that in my family, we have four generations that have served in the Marines. And so... I have to give some special quotations this morning, Jim, in honor of your presence here today as a, as a Marine. Hoorah. And I've used this one before from Eleanor Roosevelt in 1945 said, the Marines I've seen around the world have the cleanest bodies, the filthiest minds, the highest morale, and the lowest morals of any group of animals I have ever seen. Thank God for the United States Marine Corps. <laughs> it's one of the funnier quotations I've seen. And it's pretty accurate. Yes, it is. And one of my favorites is also from Ronald Reagan. Uh, when he was president of the United States, he said, Some people spend an entire lifetime wondering if they have made a difference in the world, but Marines don't have that problem. <laughs> Another good – and there's no ego involved in that, right? Not at all. Not at all. That's why they call us the president's own. Yes. Um, I have to give you one more quotation, then I'll get off the Marine Corps thing. Um, but um, obviously it's meant a lot in our background. Uh, General William Thornson, United States Army, uh, had the following quotation. There are only two kinds of people that understand Marines. Marines and the enemy. <laughs> Everyone else has a secondhand opinion. So, well, uh, thank you for your background in the Marines. Uh, great organization. Now, you do some really interesting things, but you also have uh, a couple of other gentlemen with you this morning that we're going to introduce. Um, uh, the first is Rick Erickson. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Rick. And Rick, uh, you've had a strong IT background yourself, and I've seen some of the things that you've done. Um, do you enjoy working in computers, and do you enjoy working in, in tech? I love working in tech. I mean, it has its ups and downs, just like every other job. But for the most part, I do enjoy what I do every day. And you were a student uh, under Jim Quaintance at one point, weren't you? Yes, I was. Okay. Did he teach you some good things? Most of the time, yes. Jim is shaking his head saying, yes, say yes. <laughs> also with us this morning is William Vu. V -U. Good morning. And uh, better known as Will, so good morning, Will. And Will, you're also affiliated with Hammer uh, Technical as well, aren't you? That's right. They brought me on board uh, over last summer after I finished my undergraduate studies at UMass Boston. Okay, so you went to UMass Bar Boston, and you have a degree in information technology and a concentration in computer forensics. What does computer forensics mean? Computer forensics is geared towards criminal justice and uh, some military functions where it's uh, more of a digital investi investigatory. Okay. That's a real word. <laughs> All right. Uh, th that side of information technology. Well, let's get started with our program this morning, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so I'm going to ask our guest this morning, I'm going to ask Jim or Rick or Will, do we have a problem today with cybersecurity? Yes, we do. Okay, and what kind of a problem do we have? How serious is this? <laughs> it's it's a pretty serious problem. Um, you got people trying to hack into businesses, uh, you know, residentials, um, corporations all the time, from sending waves of emails with viruses attached to it to just brute forcing into 
your servers, your firewalls, and stuff like that. All you have to do is watch the news <clears throat> on a daily basis, and you're going to see some news report that, you know, TJ Maxx got hacked, Target got hacked, um, the United States government gets hacked. How about uh, the IRS? Exactly. The IRS gets hacked. And, and the, the reason that there's, there's basically two things that we have to think about when we think about why things, people are being, being hacked. One is the motive of the people doing the hack. Is it um, for monetary reasons? Is it for revenge? Um, and then uh, what, was, what was their motive or their, their means to actually do the attack? What was, how were they able to pull it off or how are they able to pull it off? And that usually falls into a couple categories, whether it was um, a, a breach in physical security, whether you mm -hmm. know, the door of the building is unlocked or um, you know, there's no receptionist to monitor who comes in and out of a building and somebody can sit down at a desk and just get into your data. Or is it um, some sort of hole in your um, software on that runs on your router or your firewall that they can uh, manipulate to get in through that way? So we're going to talk about some of the serious problems that exist in our backyard, in our country, around the world, but we're also going to talk about your own home, what can you do to protect your own computer, what should you do, what kind of firewalls should you have, uh, what about things like uh, cybersecurity cyber in general. Uh, this year, it was announced that cyber hackers got information on approximately 700,000 taxpayers. And so when the IRS first announced they had been hacked, they had estimated that it was about 300,000. Then recently, just the last few weeks, they've announced that the hackers got information on at least 700,000 uh, taxpayers. That's serious. I wouldn't want my information out there or anybody else. Um, so uh, let's talk about some big data breaches as well that have occurred. Um, Home Depot, 56 million records were stolen. So if you've done business with Home Depot in the past, you ought to be thinking perhaps about doing what, changing passwords on your credit cards and things of that nature? Those, are those some good suggestions to do? Well, a, a lot of times, <clears throat> they're not even actually going after your, your credit card, per se. They want to know your name, your date of birth, maybe your Social Security number. Mm -hmm. And then it turns into an identity fraud situation where um, they have the important information that you would need to either get a new driver's license, to get um, some, your, go to your place of birth and get a new birth certificate. Okay. And once you have access to these pieces of, uh, uh, of, of records, you can then become that person and get credit cards in your own name, sent to your own location, and, and just really mess up a person's life. Okay, and it does. And there's stories that appear in the newspapers all the time. J.P. Morgan Chase, I happen to have a Chase card in 2014, 76 million records. Sony, remember the big episode about Sony? Oh, yeah. They almost shut down Sony uh, entirely. 77 million records. Uh, Anthem, I'm not familiar with that company, but 80 million records. TJX, anybody ever shop at TJ Maxx or uh, Marshalls and those companies? Uh, they're related. Uh, 94 million records of computers, uh, of, of credit cards were stolen. Uh, Heartland, eBay, 145 million. Anybody ever buy anything on eBay? 145 million records were stolen. So in any event, uh, it's a serious problem. That's just a couple of examples of things that uh, we've seen. 
It's banks, it's bank accounts, it's the IRS, it's the government, it's your records, ladies and gentlemen, that are being stolen. Will. All right. The, uh, the the companies that you just mentioned, they you know they're they're more popular named brand companies, franchises. Um, but um, it's it's important to understand that a lot of the cyber criminals out there right now are understanding that there's a huge trend towards cybersecurity. So that you know these franchises are arming their uh, their networks and their and, and their systems with more and more security. So now they're going to aim their focus. Uh, more towards medium to small-sized organizations. Soft targets. That's right. Okay. And sometimes you don't even know you've been hit, I would imagine. So. Yeah, because if somebody goes in and looks at your data or copies your data, you're not going to know. Okay. If they take your data or destroy your data, that's a completely different area of the, uh, that we can talk about, about cybersecurity and, and ransomware and things like that. But... Bottom line is, they could sneak in your system without you ever knowing it. Yeah, like we, uh, I came across a client that didn't even know he was hacked. Uh, his hackers from I think Africa or something like that mm-hmm. hacked into a system and it's into a server and used his mail server to blast out thousands upon thousands of emails to all these people with you know saying you know send money to so and so, send money to so and so. The guy left all the information that he had. The email lists were just text documents that he gathered on the Internet. And this guy logged in due to brute forcing, basically finding out his administrator password, which was a very easy password at the time. He logged in around, I think it was like 2 o'clock our time, and he logged 2 o'clock in the morning. He logged in, did what he had to do, and logged off. Next day, he went back on because we can view the security logs to see who and when they logged in. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what he was doing. So other, after changing the, changing the password, everything cleared up. One of the things I want to mention in particular, if you're a small business person uh, or you're a lawyer working in a law firm, an accountant uh, working in an accounting office, if you're in business for yourself, you really got to think about getting your own system evaluated to find out whether you're protected. And so my special invitation, first of all, this morning is to get in touch with Hammer Technical Services. Jim, what's your phone number if somebody wants to call and get information? They can call um, me personally at 508-287-3030, or they can call the company line at 508-731-4266. And one of, there's basically, you got three quarters of Hammer Technology here. Um, One of the the three or four quarters of, of Hammer Tech, we'll get back to you right away. Okay, good. And uh, you also have a website, which is hammertechnical.com? Yes, sir. All right. And you can get more information, ladies and gentlemen. I would encourage you to do that because this is a serious, serious issue we have today. And we're not just talking about big banks being hit. Uh, As you gentlemen have mentioned, it's individual consumers, small offices. I had an episode just a couple of weeks ago when somebody – I opened up my email and I saw – a special message from Ray Lance, see attached. And it went out to a whole bunch of people, and I started getting calls. And I said, I haven't sent that out, so delete it. It's a virus. It's a bug. Somebody got a hold of my email address, and and uh, you need to watch out for those kinds of things. Uh, it will impact everybody listening at some point. What about major systems? Are, are major systems in this country protected? I know we haven't talked about this question before, but what about things like the electrical grid. Every once in a while we hear the electrical grid is vulnerable. 
Our our electrical grid is very old and and you know it, it very touchy. So one major hack could bring down say the whole eastern seaboard. We we have a lot of um, uh, security in place protecting it from a a network point of view. But that being said, there's still a lot of vulnerabilities with within the system that um, you know the the individual companies that are regulated by the government they have a uh, a, a mandated uh, I don't want it's not right but uh, they're mandated by the government to provide these security levels to us as their customers and. Yeah, these uh, these you know current practice best current practices are it's it's continuously evolving because the threats that are, are facing um, facing these organizations are also evolving at a very rapid rate and it's a, just a constant struggle back and forth between I don't want to say good and evil but it's uh, it, it's 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 a continuous struggle uh, with evolving. Um, the practices that we put in place to protect our systems and the and the vulnerabilities that threaten them. We're not trying to be like Chicken Little and say, you know, the no, sky is the falling, the falling. sky is falling. But the sky but is falling. We we have a, a terrorist threat out there. Mm-hmm. And and even though um, you think of the majority of the terrorists that are trying to do harm to us as as people in a desert, that's not the case. Um, even even ISIS has. Uh, technical abilities far and beyond what we've we've dealt with with other terrorist organizations. Sure, um, but that's just not the only ones we have to worry about. You've got you know the North Koreans that are very busy with with hacking um, technology. You've got um, the Iranians. You've got a lot of different areas. Russians, all kinds of people all over the world that are trying to cause problems for the United States. Well, we're going to talk uh, a little bit more about some of the problems, and really the problems are here, they're real, they're current, and then we're going to talk about some things that you can do in your business or in your home to protect your computer. We're going to talk about firewalls, encryption, antivirus software, passwords, how to have a secure wireless network, anti-spyware technology, and we're going to talk about some things that you look at on a daily basis, like Google, Gmail, Facebook, Twitter. So we're going to talk about a bunch of these things going forward, but I want to mention a couple of specifics as well. Um, Everything that I'm about to tell you has been in the news in the Wall Street Journal within the last two weeks to 60 days. This is all fresh, current information. This is not something from five years ago. So in Austrian, in the country of Austria, aircraft supplier which is a major supplier of equipment for Boeing in this country and Airbus in Europe. Uh, They were hacked, um, and their computers were locked up. They had a major data breach, and it cost them uh, $54 million to get their their computer security uh, squared away. In the meantime, their share price fell 17%. So it not only impacted them once because it cost them money to get it fixed and get the problem fixed, it caused the value of their company, the value of their stock to go down because the investors in the company were afraid. And they said, this company could go out of business for all we know. So these are uh, serious issues. That's in the last three weeks that was reported. I'm going to tell you that in the last 30 days, there's been an article in the Wall Street Journal called a Cyber War Update. 
And General Michael Hayden said that the recent government moves to protect cyberspace are too little and too late. And basically what he said is, we are in the middle of a cyber war right now. Um, and uh, government needs to do a lot more to spend money uh, in security. And he said, I'm worried about the isolated uh, hacker who says they've got nothing to lose. Uh, you know, let's just do something and see what happens. But as you've mentioned, Jim, and we're talking with uh, Jim Quaintance from Hammer Technical Services, um, it's a problem for everybody, every business, every, every consumer, from small to big to too big to fail. There's, there's hackers come in all shapes and sizes. You, you can go as, as low as um, uh, a high school kid that just wants to see if he can do it, all the way up to, um, you know, a professional, basically, that's being paid by somebody else to go in and grab information. Mm-hmm. Yep. I want to remind everyone that you're listening to Money Wise, brought to you every week by USA Wealth Group. And we're talking this morning about the very important subject of cybersecurity. And right after the break, we're going to be talking about some real specifics of things that you can do to protect yourself. Um, so if you're a lawyer listening this morning, for example, is your law firm information up to date? Is your software, your firewalls protected? Do you have proper data backup, for example, uh, if somebody gets into your system? And if you think it's not important and it's not real, this month, not 30 days ago, not three weeks ago, this month, uh, just a couple of days ago, there was an article in the Wall Street Journal, Hackers Breach Law Firms, including Kravath, Moore, and Swain, or Kravath, Swain, and Moore in New York City, and another big law firm in New York called Wheel, Gottschall, and Manges. You know, it used to be, I suspect, uh, gentlemen, that people who were hacking were just, you know, kids having fun, typically. They want to put something that would dance across your screen or come up with a funny face, but it's a lot more vicious today, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's far more serious. One of the interesting things I've discovered is that the criminal penalties for getting involved in computer theft really haven't kept pace with the severity of the crimes. Yeah. It's, it's all new, so, you know, the, they don't really know what to do nowadays. There's, there's so many type of, you know, cyber criminals out there that not just hacking and, and viruses and stuff like that. There's, there's so many different types out there that the legal system just doesn't know how to deal with them. So I think that's going to be a challenge for uh, state legislators going forward when they're going to need to say, you know, if somebody uh, does a computer crime and it costs more than $250, it's not a misdemeanor. It's now a felony, and it ought to be prosecuted as a felony. And for anybody in the legislative uh, area that might be listening, this is something you could do in your own legislature. And, the, and there may not be a value that you can assign to something. No. If somebody enters your system and they just go in and, and grab information, but they don't take it from you, mm. they copy it. Right. How do you assign a value to that? Sure. Well, here's, here's an example. Going back to this big law firm in New York, one of the oldest, most prestigious law firms in New York, you would think that they would have full protection, but they don't. They were hacked. And what the uh, spokesperson for that law firm said was it was a limited breach of its systems and they're not aware of any of the information that may have been accessed and have been used improperly. Um, in polite words, that's BS. 
because they don't want their clients to know that all their data may have been stolen. And one of the theories in this article is that maybe this particular law firm does a lot of work in the area of mergers and acquisitions and taking companies public and so forth. And so if you have some sophisticated people who wanted to access that information and find out which companies might be going public, um, then they could use that information and they don't have to disrupt the law firm, but now they have inside information they can use to go out and make millions of dollars buying or selling stock of a company. So um, if major firms can be breached that presumably have up-to-date technical uh, services and software, then the average company can be breached just as easily. So my recommendation, ladies and gentlemen, is get your computers looked at, uh, get them fixed. Give a call to Hammer Technical Services. You can reach them at 508-287-3030. Visit their website, hammertechnical.com. Don't assume that it's not going to happen to you. Any small business person listening today, uh, take the time, get it checked out, and at least get your system investigated to find out, do you have a problem? You may have problems right now and not even know it. Wouldn't that be correct? Absolutely. That's correct. Good. Well, we're going to come back um, right after a short break, ladies and gentlemen, and I want you to stay tuned because when we come back, we're going to talk about, okay, we know there's a lot of problems out there. What can we do specifically to help protect ourselves, and how do we go about doing that? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to MoneyWise, brought to you every Sunday morning by USA Wealth Group. Our mission is very simple. We want to show you how to protect your family, most importantly, and we want to show you how to protect your money. Uh, visit our website at usawealthgroup.com or give us a call at 508-998-8858. We'll be happy to answer your questions. You know, we do a lot of work in the area of retirement planning, helping people preserve their money, how to uh, handle their investments in a safe manner, which will cause them to be protected and how to make the money grow, and most importantly, how not to run out of money. So if we can help you in the areas of life insurance, annuities, asset protection planning, give us a call. It's what we do. We do a lot of work in the area of IRAs and retirement plans, and uh, we'd be happy to talk to you. Our topic this morning is cybersecurity. We're meeting this morning with uh, representatives from Hammer Technical Services. Uh, we've got Jim, Rick, and Will with us. And welcome back, gentlemen. Welcome back. Thanks. And uh, Jim, no more Marine Corps quotations this morning. I've got more, but we won't use them. But I have to give you a quotation, and it sort of goes against the grain of what you guys do. This is from a gentleman named Bruce Schneider. I don't know how sure how to pronounce his name. I am regularly asked what the average internet user can do to ensure his security. My first answer is usually nothing. You're screwed. <laughs> but of course, that's not what you do. You show people how to protect them, you, themselves, don't you? And um, there aren't a lot of funny quotations, by the way, about uh, cybersecurity. Nothing it's, funny about it. No, it's nothing, <laughs> nothing funny about it at all. Um, but, uh, Will, let me ask you a couple of questions. Um, What's a firewall, first of all? Tell me what a firewall is that you need to have on your computer, possibly. So how, how I like to think of a firewall is uh, the group of security guards and the metal detector in the front lobby of your building. You know, it's going to sift through all of the 
data that is streaming into and out of your network and um, it's going to keep everything that you don't want in there out and of course a lot of people think that oh having a firewall is, sounds like it's going to bottleneck processes it's going to slow down the efficiency of my operations but um, in reality it, it's it's it, it's not deleting anything you don't want to be deleted it can it can quarantine data so that um, it's kind of like uh, over a TSA when uh, certain people are selected for additional screening. Mm -hmm. So in that regard, it uh, it basically optimizes the security of your network. So what you're really saying, uh, Will, is it's like having a squad of Marine riflemen standing outside your front door. Absolutely, and that's what we're here for. Okay, is that a good analogy, Jim? Yeah, Marine Corps Security Force right at the entrance of your building holding off anything that's bad. Right. So that's what Hammer Technical Services is all about. <laughs> Just think of us as a squad of Marines at your disposal. Actually, ladies and gentlemen, I'm in the studio this morning with a group of what I might call uh, pleasantly uh, geeks. You know what geeks are? Geeks are people who are really smart and they really want to help you. <laughs> we think of ourselves as super geeks. Super geeks. <laughs> because we work out too. <laughs> yeah, they're all in pretty good shape. Uh, all they need now is a uniform and a rifle, and we all set. <laughs> well, we're pleased to have you with us from Hammer Technical Service this morning. I want to remind everybody that your uh, telephone number is 508-287-3030, and your website is hammertechnical.com. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're not protected today. I don't care who you are and how you're listening. I have a quotation from a gentleman named Michael McCall, it says, I don't think we can afford to wait when it comes to cybersecurity. I think that every day we wait, if an attack occurs, and we're getting hit every day, but if a greater attack occurs, it's going to be on the head of Congress for not acting. We've got to do a lot more. I just heard recently that because of the concern about the Zika virus in South America and Mexico that's now coming into this country, uh, the president has recently asked for $1.8 billion for research and to fight it, going mostly to the Centers for Disease Control. We need to do the same thing for cybersecurity. We need to have lots more resources in cybersecurity. Definitely. Um, I, I think government could spend a little bit less and just get some DET and off and keep the mosquitoes away. That's all I'm saying. See, that's a simpler solution, isn't it? <laughs> Well, here's a quote from a famous uh, science fiction writer, Isaac Asimov. He's written all kinds of great uh, science fiction. All sorts of computer errors are now turning up. You'd be surprised to know the number of doctors who claim they are treating pregnant men. <laughs> have you ever seen errors in your medical reports? Yeah, uh, we all have. Uh, have you ever seen documents come out of the Social Security Administration? Um, the marketing person in my office uh, wrote to the Social Security to get a copy of her earnings history because uh, she couldn't do it online because they didn't know what they were doing. They told her she couldn't get it on her Mac computer, which is wrong, that she had to do it on a PC. So she wrote for it. And they sent her an envelope, and she opened the envelope, and it's a computer history showing the earnings of a gentleman with his Social Security number and everything else. Not anything to do with her. So it's just little examples of the things that happen constantly. Right. Well, let's talk about some of the solutions. We talked a little bit about a firewall. 
What about uh, antivirus software? Is that a good thing that people need to be concerned about? You buy a computer from a store and it comes equipped with antivirus software. Are you protected? Rick. Well, no, the thing is, is that. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. The thing is, is that there's no singular piece of hardware, a singular piece of software that can completely protect your system, right? So you want to. You know, we've been using a lot of technical terms like firewalls and uh, uh, antivirus software and, and data breaches, but it can all just here at HammerTech we like to, to, to bring it back to on a, on a human level. So so let's not talk about the technical aspects so much okay. as like what a, 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 a small a, a stakeholder in a small organization can do for their for their network security, right? So we break it down to three things. It's um, it's having a holistic awareness of all the processes that your 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 business goes through. So, so you want to assess like the uh, path of the data that you t- you're taking from your clients or the um, data that's you know just traveling through the operations of your business, and you want to ask yourself the question of you know where is it vulnerable and what would happen if if, if it was ever ever jeopardized. And what kind of effect it would have on your organization? So at that point, you know, you, what you really want to look at is is your antivirus to make sure that you have it and you are protected. Um, basically, there's no best antivirus software out there. Okay. Just like Will said, there's multiple types of antiviruses to have nowadays, and not just one can can take on what's happening. And the biggest thing right now, anywhere in the world, is the ransomware virus. Okay, let's talk about that one. Because I've heard about ransomware, and there's been articles in local newspapers even recently. I think it was a local police department in our own area uh, that had their computer locked up, and they had to pay a fee. Ultimately, they tried for days and days and days, brought in computer experts, and they couldn't break through the fact they couldn't access their data. So ransomware is... Tell us a little bit about what that means. What there's, there's, Right now, there's... Ransomwares, there's, there's many different kinds of them. There's ones that will encrypt all the files that are on your computer, so when you go to open them up, it literally just breaks them. It doesn't work. And the only way to get them back is by getting a security key um, that the hacker used. But nowadays, the virus has gone ahead, and the hackers have updated the virus to the point where they take that key and they upload it to themselves, so there's no way to get your files back other than having a good backup in store or paying that ransomware money. So it's, it's really a ransom or it's blackmail, if you will. And I know that when they've done that, they typically haven't asked for huge amounts of money. What stops somebody from just going and doing it again when, once you've paid the money? I suppose nothing. Huh? There's no steps because the virus is floating around everywhere, mm-hmm. no matter where you go, from getting an email to visiting a website that, you know, sometimes websites are uh, hijacked. And what okay. that means is you go to any normal business or, or website, rather it been um, CNN, Yahoo, Google, I haven't really seen much, but those other ones that people visit a lot, when you go to it, they'll be hijacked for literally a few seconds. Something will pop up saying that you're infected or something, and people normally click on it, and that's how you get one of the ways to get infected. So I suppose one of the things you should do is make sure that if it's in a company, you tell people you don't use personal uh, emails in the company. You need to have a policy for that. Yeah, uh, companies need to have 
a acceptable use policy on, on what employees are expected to do when they're using company equipment, um, what websites are, are acceptable, what uh, files they can download or not download. Um, and, and it is the uh, IT department of that company's responsibility to, to enforce those, those rules, um, make it so that, that there are certain websites that are going to be blocked on the firewall. So even if an employee attempts to go there, they can't get there. Okay. Um, make sure that you know certain types of of um, files can't be opened. Uh, maybe they can't download executables. Maybe they can't download zip files. Things like that that can have viruses embedded in them that can corrupt the whole entire network's database. Um, so there's there's a number of things that have to be put in place by a business to to protect itself, and these policies need to be you know set up so that everybody knows what's expected of them and and how they're going to perform and what is going to be the result if they don't follow these policies. Okay, so let's think of a small business, for example. It could be an auto shop. It could be any kind of a local business, somebody who's listening today. How would you like to walk in in the morning and find out you couldn't use your computer? And that could happen, right? Yeah, definitely. With with uh, the ransomware that we just talked about, it can it can affect any business from you know, a Fortune 500 company down to a small mom and pop shop. You just walk in, you've, you've maybe the day before you inadvertently clicked on a file that you didn't know that there was a problem with it. Maybe it even worked the way that it was supposed to work. And this virus gets embedded into your into your uh, computer. You, you shut it off for the night, which triggers the um, ransomware to kick off. It does its in- encryption of everything that's on your hard drive. And then when you come back the next morning, you want to get fire up your computers so that you can do uh, diagnostics on vehicles that are coming in and boom it, you get this you know black screen of death that says your computer's corrupted no hard drive contact so and so with x number of dollars of money and you can get it back you're out of business until you do you're that you're out of business you're dead until it's back Where unless do- you have a valid backup okay All right, so let's talk about that in terms of protecting your business. Let's switch it from home to business. Let's say, um, how do you have a valid backup? What what should you be doing as a business for backing up your computer? There's a lot of different options for backups. Um, Today is like, it's it's great to be a, 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 a person that owns a computer in this day and age. Not only do we have all these problems with viruses and stuff, but there's a lot of things out there. To protect you, we there's cloud backup all over the place. You know, uh, Microsoft offers different things like OneDrive, and and you know, um, there's cl- iCloud. There's all kinds of different things that take you can you can store your data that you would normally keep on your hard drive out on the web, so that if your if your computer crashes, you you can still have access to it. You can even take that data and stick it on a different computer and just leave the other one the way it was based on the the uh, uh, the virus ransomware. There's there's tape backup. There's disk backup. There's um, you know hard drive to hard drive backup. There's so many different options that are available to individuals and to corporations that there's no excuse not to have a current up to date backup. So let me let me put something even simpler, which will hit home with more people listening. You've got a personal computer. You like to take a lot of pictures. You put the pictures on your computer. Then you find out you can't use your computer because your computer is frozen. Do you have a backup for all those family photos, or don't you? Most most of the time, people don't. Right. And 
nowadays, just like Jim said, there's a number of ways to back up what you want to back up. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, people want to back up their photos. Right. Companies like Google, Amazon, they offer backups somewhat free. Some mm -hmm. are not. Amazon, if you have like an Amazon Prime account, I mean, they offer with that Prime account free photo backup. Okay. Just all your photos. Any other documents, you'd have to pay extra for. Google, if you have a Gmail account, they offer uh, 15 gigs for free of cloud storage. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you could set up your backup that way. But then there's other companies like, you know, um, Carbonite and stuff like that, that you'd have to pay yearly or monthly, however you want to do it, to back up your entire computer of documents and stuff like that. So in that way, if your computer is hacked, crashed, uh, ransomed, whatever, you've got backup on your data someplace else. Look, hard drives are just like anything else. They're, they're a mechanical device. Um, okay, they're solid state drives that are a different animal, but things break. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be a hack. It doesn't have to be a, a virus. It doesn't have to be anything, you know, evil out there coming after you. It could just be normal wear and tear. Y your drive goes kaput. You're out of luck. Could be a surge in the electrical line. In, yep. Yeah. Or flooding your house. Exactly. Yep. Hard drives have a 100% failure rate. They all, they all die. They're mechanical. They'll die either oh. when you get home. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, it, yeah. could, it could be years. It could be months. It could be days. It could be hours. Uh, depending on how long they've been in use, it, they, they could just die. So, Rick, let me ask you a quick question. So when you folks go in uh, from Hammer Technical Services and you go into a business and you evaluate their systems, you look at their computers, you see if they have adequate software, you make recommendations – and when you do that, you can also provide this acceptable use policy that you've mentioned. Sure. And it sounds we, like that would be an important feature. We definitely can give you def, uh, different examples of, of what a, uh, an acceptable use policy would be for your size organization. Okay. And I would think that would be very important. I bet almost no business listening to the show this morning has something like that. They may say, don't use your computer for personal, uh, your own personal use. But I wonder if they have it really done in writing as an acceptable use policy. Don't go putting stuff up on Facebook while you're at work. If you want to do that, you do it at home on your own time. Uh, it should be a condition of employment when when you get it. I think so. When you get hired by whatever organization you're getting hired by, that organization as part of the paperwork that you fill out when you get hired, just like filling out the paperwork to get your insurance or whatever, there's an acceptable use policy. You need to read it, sign it, date it, boom. You know that this is what's going to be expected of you in your place of business because if you mess up, the whole company could go down because you didn't do the right things while you were on the internet. Mm. Will. Right. So that goes into, you know, uh, implementing a, uh, some accountability uh, right. with, uh, with uh, stakeholders and their employees. You know, are they, uh, are they locking their systems when they're, you know, stepping away to grab a cup of water? You know, uh, it's, it's, it's not always just through uh, the internet or through the network. It could be, uh, you know, a very physical threat as well. Sure. And in terms of physical threat, somebody could walk into your business with a thumb drive in their pocket. Exactly. And when the computer's not being attended to and nobody's looking, they could just pop it in the computer and copy your data, right? Absolutely. That's, That's a physical threat. They, yeah. they, they basically, with, with, with something like that, they, uh, the USB can set to auto run. So as soon as you do plug it in, it kicks off. But something like a uh, good antivirus would, you know, prevent that or want to scan it before even you know, accepting the files to actually access your computer. So if you want real protection, what you really need to have is a squad of United States Marines with rifles, which is four people, by the way, 
and uh, computer technical services from Hammer Technical Services, right? Then you're really going to be protected. <laughs> Correct. Jim, I'll back you up. Hoorah. Yeah, we always back each other up. No question about that. Um, so we talked a little bit about antivirus software. Let's say it's an average consumer who's listening to the show, and they've just recently purchased a computer, a laptop, something else. Um, it comes equipped with some kind of software. Is there anything that's on the consumer market, possibly, that you might want to suggest would be maybe one or two things they could look at as an additional kind of a backup? Of course. There's... Um for when it comes to antivirus, when a consumer goes out and buys a desktop or a laptop, it comes with free antivirus for a year most of the time. But then you get companies like Comcast who offer um, security for free as well with your paid subscription. Well, most of the time, you know, that's that's still somewhat a free antivirus, and that's always not a good thing. Um, so there is this internet security antivirus, and then there's malware. Um, protection as well. So there's, there's products like Malwarebytes, which is a very good product you can pay yearly for, mm -hmm. and they actually are integrating a protection against ransomware viruses. They're doing some beta states right now, but with that installed running on your computer, if you do get a malware, I mean a ransomware, when you go to run it by accident, it will detect it and actually remove it. Now, not to say that another you know full antivirus will do that, but you also don't want to have more than one antivirus because oh. that can also conflict and bog okay. down your system. Oh, that's interesting. Fight I, each other. I didn't realize that. That's yeah. interesting. So, so it doesn't help you to put on multiple antivirus softwares. It no. can screw you up. No, okay. but like a, like a you know like Kaspersky antivirus, that's a very good product. And then Malwarebytes you can also have at the same time because Malwarebytes isn't like a full suite. It's just made for you know virus scanning. And a little bit of uh, of a, like a personal firewall protection, uh, where Kaspersky has all in one. You know, okay. it, it does everything. It will help you um, secure your credit cards and your websites and stuff like that. All right. So the idea today really should be, take a look and see what you've got and get some protection. And by the way, if you don't have the time to write all this stuff down that you're listening to today, and you're not going to remember it all probably. Uh, give a call to Hammer Technical Services at five zero eight two eight seven three zero three zero, and they can give you some information over the phone. You know, it just occurred to me, uh, Jim, I'm talking with uh, Jim Quaintance, um, who's uh, one of the partners in Hammer Technical Services. If I have a home computer, which I do, and I've gone to a lot of trouble to protect my business with business software and antivirus and everything else, but I haven't even looked at my home computer, and I download something in my home computer, and I say, you know what, I'm gonna forward this to the office account because they need to see this at the office. I could be importing something that's really negative from my home computer into my my office. Absolutely correct. Now, hopefully, your office computer, once you, let's say you uh, email something from your, your home email account to your, your business email account, and then when you go into the office, you sit down and you open up your business email, hopefully your business is um, protected and the antivirus software um, that you have loaded at work will catch it. But that's not always the case. And a lot of times, most of the infestations that, that happen at work come from your home. So the big hole in the, in the security is you have nothing protecting you at home. You, you get some kind of infection, you bring it to the office, and mm. you spread that infection at, at work. Or, and I suppose today, even with your mobile device, your cell phone. 
your phones can carry viruses just as easy as a laptop can. Boy, there's a lot to learn today. I mean, I consider myself to be an absolute novice newcomer. I have staff people that I delegate things to when I don't know how to do things. Um, but this is really scary stuff. You know, you've enlightened us a lot today. Um, and the most important message I think today is get your system looked at, especially if you're in a small business. And if you run from your home to your business or you have an at-home business, it's even more important. Ask yourself this question, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if your computer crashed today, would it impact your business? Would you lose your photos on your computer, all the pictures you've accumulated over the years? Do you have backup? Do you have security? Do you have systems to protect yourself? And I would imagine that most people asking themselves that question would not feel really secure because we take it all for granted, don't we? When I have a problem with a car, I go to a mechanic. Right. <clears throat> when you have a problem with your computer, come to Hammer. I like that. And I like the name Hammer also. And ladies and gentlemen, this is a USA Wealth Group, by the way. If you have questions or issues about retirement planning, Medicare, health insurance, uh, retirement in general, uh, reverse mortgages, give us a call because that's what we do, 508-998-8858. I'd like to thank uh, Jim and Rick and Will from Hammer Technical Services for being with us today. I think we've only scratched the surface on this topic, gentlemen. Absolutely. And uh, I'm pleased to have a room full of geeks, uh, including one fellow Marine. I feel really comfortable with that. Uh, give Hammer Technology a call at 508-287-3030. And certainly visit their website, hammertechnical.com. If you're trying to download a virus to them, they're fully protected. So let them protect you as well. Thank you, gentlemen, for being with us. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Ray. Thank you, Ray. Thank you.